Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. So Matt, we've been talking about the chronological study of the Bible the past couple episodes, kind of giving teasers up to that. Yeah. And we're going to apologize up front because we're kind of throwing an audible here. (laughs) We are going to switch gears. We're not going to quite get into the chronological study yet because there's been a couple of ideas that have... Uh, crossed our path that mm-hmm. we wanted to jump into before we do that. So this is something that's been going on. This is a trend that's been happening in the world, uh, in the church world, where where people are really just trying to deconstruct the church. In fact, that's kind of the term they're using, right? Deconstruct the church. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't feel like the churches are doing the right thing. And, and there are churches out there not doing the right thing, uh, but there's lots of good churches out there too. However, this is something that... Um, that we, this is why we're here. We're here to to talk about the good side of the church and, and mm-hmm. deal with those misconceptions that people have about the church and and kind of debunk some of the myths around the church that people right. just think that are there when they're actually not, which is something I've learned in the last, you know, 10 years or so. Um, I think my number keeps going up every week. Um, <laughs> eight to 10 years, I don't know, y'all. Um, it, it, uh, it just it's a natural thing now so it seems like forever um but in a good way but right. um but this is something that we we just need to talk about so we're going to do something completely different than we've ever done and i know i'm just building up the anticipation here but before we go any further matt do you have anything you want to add to that intro I, you know just just before we before we jump in know that everything we're talking about here is out of a place of love um but you know one of the things that we've talked about from day one we've been doing this for almost a year now and the thing that we constantly talk about is, you know, the church, yes, the church is not perfect. If you ever find a perfect church, don't go because you're, you're just going to mess it up. None of us are perfect. Right. But we should all be trying to be a part of the solution of, of making church what it's supposed to look like. So just know that that's, that's where this conversation is coming from. That's why we're having it today. Um, and, and kind of debunking deconstruction and, and that narrative. That's, that's the heart behind it today. Yeah, it absolutely is. So a friend of mine sent me this video and my heart hurt for this gentleman. Mm. Um, we're not going to name any names, um, but it was a, uh, uh, it was a TikTok video that was out there and, um, apparently went viral, I guess, if that's the definition had what looks like, uh, 2000 shares and wow 10,000 uh comments and and uh 9,000 likes if that's what you want to call it and it's just um it's just wrong um you know and I, and I feel bad that this is the way that this guy thinks about this so we're going to kind of listen to this video and uh, we're going to stop it here and there and we're just going to kind of comment um on what we you know what we feel like our heart is in this yeah. in this matter yeah. Let's dive in. Let's take a listen and um, see where we land. I've spent most of my life as a Christian, most of my adult life in ministry, and most of that time as a pastor. So I kind of know what I'm talking about here. As I look back on it all, well, let me say this. I'm no longer a Christian. I'm no longer a pastor. So as I look back on it all. Hold on a second. First things first, hmm. you cannot lose your salvation. That's right. So he says he's no longer a Christian. That's the first clue that he has no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't get it. He doesn't know what it means to be a Christian. 
Yeah, and that and this is a a troubling, troubling trend that we've seen in music, uh, in the music industry, Christian music industry, from pastors, you know, people who have you know, outwardly committed their lives to Christ and being all about Christ and then saying, you know what, this isn't what I thought it was. I'm going to walk away from it. And it's not that you can't walk away from the church and all that stuff, but if you if you believe what you say you believed all along, once saved, always saved is, is part of it. Um, you can't lose your salvation. Um, that's actually one of the most important aspects of Christianity is that you can't be good enough to earn it, but you also can't be bad enough to lose it. Right. So it, it, you, it's kind of one or the other with that. Right. And continuing on. The whole thing, every experience I can remember, every prayer I can remember, every song we sing, every, every, time we danced and shouted and worshiped and praised and I preached and all the things I did in church. As I look back over it all, and this is not in anger, this is not in malice, this is not in frustration or disgust or anything. This is cool reflection as I look back and cool, calm, contemplative reflection. There is not one not one, not one tangible, lasting, impressionable, good, meaningful thing that came out of all of that. Not one. This part struck me really hard because I've worked with youth ministries, mm. uh, worked with children's ministries. Mm-hmm. This man is is going to tell you here in a few minutes that he's he was a pastor for... 40 years, I think, yeah. or he spent 40 years in the church. Yeah. So he's going to try to say that he knows every single thing that has happened to every single person he's talked to in his life to say that not one thing he's done, said, or seen has affected anybody positively. Yeah. And, and I just, I, I struggle with that because I've seen the positive impact that the church can have and not, and not just church, but that Christ can have. Let's, let's give credit where it's due. The, the impact that, that God has on lives when, when people allow them in, I mean, look at both of our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we shared our testimonies back in season one and it is clear that when God came into the picture in our lives, that our lives turned around. And it's not that, you know, God's this genie in a bottle that when we accept him and, and, make him first that all of a sudden everything's great. That's not what we're saying. But to say that, that Christianity has no impact on life is just, it, it's a fallacy. I mean, yeah. it's, there, there is so much evidence to the contrary. It's mind blowing that somebody could be a pastor, could be involved, as involved as this guy says he is, and say that he never had anything meaningful come out of it. Um, not one prayer, not one worship experience that just that that's mind-blowing to me i just i don't i don't know anybody and granted it's not like i've i know everybody on the world who's you know ever done this but i've never met somebody with that story no nor have i and and like i said having worked with youth groups having worked with the children's ministry having had many conversations with people just in general uh who have who have just um you know let's let's leave god out of it for a second yeah um if even if God isn't isn't a part of it, He is obviously He's part of everything. Right. But let's say that people are just looking at how I changed my life. Mm. 
that in itself has affected people. That's right. So now it's up to me to give God the credit for that. Mm -hmm. But when people can see a change in you, that change can affect them as well. Sure. So not to mention the community that you build at church, the, the fellowship, the friends, we just had a, a, a good fellowship, um, a few days ago and the, you know, ju just the connections that are made and doing life together and, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Oh my goodness. Like you, you, you just can't convince me that you can do church in any, in any measurable fashion with other people, just doing life with other people. And not have an impact from it, much less you throw God into the mix. Of course, there's going to be an impact. Not one life changing, life altering for the better thing. Not one. Not one. Oh, my God. This prayer was so magnificent. This prayer was so powerful. This prayer was so impactful that it changed my life forever. Not one. Not one worship experience that was, oh my God, this worship experience was so spectacular. I was in heaven or I was this or I was that or God did this or God did that. Okay, go ahead, Matt. <laughs> so, so, so my issue with this, and, and again, let's, let's start from the perspective of, of, of just human experience, right? Let's say, let's take God and church out of it. I can't think of a concert like just a musical concert i've been to that didn't elicit some kind of emotional response mm -hmm. much less you know i mean i'm thinking about going to the movies um going to I, I mean almost anything we do elicits an emotional response that's why we do it mm -hmm. right it's the uh, it's the dopamine hit right mm -hmm. it's the it's the it's the feel goods and so it just that that just doesn't make sense to me how can you say that you go through worship week in and week out and not have any kind of emotional response that, that there's that you have no feeling inside that you're just completely dead inside to it. That just doesn't, I, I, I question the validity of that. Just, just from a, even if you take the spiritual side of out of it, just from a pure, um, musical standpoint or whatever. I mean, the, the experience of being in the room, there's, to say you didn't feel anything, there's some there there is something else going on inside of you that has made you completely blocked off to that. In my opinion, that's that would that would be my initial gut response to that. Yeah, and I can I can agree with you to an extent actually on this one. Okay. Um, now, the the um, fervor, I guess maybe the word for that. Okay. That he has in this, or that mm -hmm. maybe not be the right word. The the fact that he's all in in this and he yeah. is just like not one in in 40 years of being in church nearly 40 years of being in church and he can he can say so matter-of-factly that not one was was you know impactful to him it was yeah. didn't get anything out of it it wasn't i'm i'm calling a bunch of bullcrap on that one um i mean <laughs> right. i don't so first of all there's got to be something else behind this video. Right. Some other reason he's he's doing this. And you know what? I hope he hears this podcast one day and, and reaches out to us and explains himself. That would be sure. amazing. Not that he owes us an explanation. This is just something that we're really um, <laughs> honestly tired of hearing about sure. because it's kind of all ridiculous. But I'm getting off track. Um, <laughs> to your point, though. I am very service oriented. I'm very, uh, mm. I have a very service mindset mm -hmm. as a musician. Okay. Uh, as of this recording yesterday morning, I played the drums. Yeah. Um, 
and I had worked on the music and I was pretty happy with the, with the result Mm -hmm. and I thought it turned out well. And I, yes, I'm patting myself on the back. Um, (laughs) but the music itself was, it was powerful. It was really good songs. Mm -hmm. Um, I I had chills up there playing the drums. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there are times, there are other times when I'm in a pew and I'm singing Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, why do we even do this? Mm. You know, what's the point in this? Um, but I've got to remember, okay, God wants us to worship him in song mm-hmm. and, and wants us to sing praises to him. And, and, and so I, I kind of get that, but for him to be so matter of fact, you know, never, never happens mm-hmm. that I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, but I can get to a point in my brain where I'm serving in the sound booth or I'm, uh, or I'm behind the drums or I'm, whatever else I'm doing that I feel like if I'm helping people, and if I'm doing things for the right reasons, mm-hmm. then I am worshiping God in that. Mm-hmm. But I get distracted when it comes to the music. Does that sure. make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and a lot of that, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. a lot of that comes from from your background of being the sound guy. And yeah. so um, when you notice things more than others, when the mix isn't quite right or you know something, it's just it's just natural, right? You just right. you pick up on things like that. And so that, that does make sense. I think the the other challenge I would make to this, uh, or the other statement I would make to this, is uh, he's talking about what he's getting out of exactly. these experiences, and we don't go to church and to worship to for what we get out of it. Not not solely right. What we get out of it. Like we should benefit from it. We should get something out of the sermon. We should, you know, in our worship experience, we should have be growing our connection and our relationship with God, but. If he's solely focused on what he's getting out of it, he's missed the point anyway. And right. so maybe that's why he's blocked off and never had an experience because he was focused on what am I going to get out of this morning? Not, not, Hey, I'm here to worship God. This is a yeah. chance to come together as the body of believers and worship God together. Yeah. It, you know, it sounds like from the beginning and I don't know, obviously we don't know his background. We don't know who this guy is, but yeah. you know, from the beginning he went into pastoring a church um, what, because it was easy because it was a paycheck sure. because it was, uh, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what his motives were to, to get started in it. But if he's now saying that everything for the nearly 40 years was a waste of time, this guy was a pastor. No, I don't understand how those wires can get so easily crossed. Yeah. I, I think the, you know, without getting too deep into this, uh, topic, I think it is evidence that, um, spiritual warfare is a real thing mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. Um, who's, who's the devil going to go after first? It's the ones who have the most influence and then that's going to be your pastors, your ministers. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. So I, like you said, I don't know his background, how he got started in this, but it could very well be had the best of intentions getting started out and, you know, just got beat down over time too. That's a good um, point. That's a really and, good point. Um, yeah. So, so who knows? Um, but 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 I do challenge the statement that never had an experience. Uh, that just doesn't, on, on the surface, it doesn't feel right. Whatever the deeper motivation and reason behind that is, um, there could be a lot to unpack there. But it doesn't it doesn't seem like a uh, like a full truth there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. All right, moving on. <laughs> Not one. Not one message that I ever preached that, oh my God, was so impactful and people's life was forever changed and it 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 shook up at least our church. Okay. 
He just said, not one message did he ever preach was so impactful that it changed anybody's lives. And then he said, well, at least not our church. He's writing the message. What's yeah. his motivation between his sermons? Or right. what's his motivation for his sermon? If he's writing the message and it's not impacting anybody's lives, what's he doing? Well, and, and not only that, how how can you say that confidently, right? Like like you were saying yeah. earlier, you don't know the impact that your message could have. We don't know the impact of what we say on this podcast has because there are a whole bunch of people, hopefully they listen to it, that we never meet, that, right. we're, that we may never hear from, but it could make an impact. Yeah. And so to say that the message you wrote didn't have an impact, number one, you don't know. But number two, that's putting God in a box to yeah. say that to say that um, that he couldn't use something you said. Because honestly, he's used more of my mistakes than when I've done good stuff to have an impact on other people's lives. That's just uh, personal experience. That's how it's gone. So I, I just... To use your word? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All I right. love it. <sighs> Not one. Not one. Not one prayer, not one praise, not one worship, not one message, not one Bible study session, not any of it. For nearly 40 years of church life, church experience and ministry. So I've come to the conclusion, come to a conclusion. All of it, all of it was absolutely and totally meaningless. All of it. And that is this pastor's message. All of it was meaningless. I have no words. <laughs> I mean, it's just, honestly, it's heartbreaking that, that somebody um, feels that way. That, that there's, you know, for, 40 years of church life, as, as he says, whatever that means, um, however much that was. You know, maybe as a kid, he doesn't, he doesn't appear to be too old. So I would assume that some of that was as a kid growing up in church and, um, you know, and then some of that time as a pastor, I, I just, I, I think the, there, there's so many, so many thoughts in my head. <laughs> the, I think the thing that hits me the hardest about that is to, is for him to say that it's all meaningless, completely discounts the real experiences and the real uh, faith journeys that people have had with God, with Christ, including the two people sitting here recording this podcast, you know, the, it, it completely discounts that and says, Oh, well, well, none of that means anything. And it's just 100% factually false. It, the, the message of Christ is a life changing message and whatever happened here. Um, and whatever has happened in his life, I feel for the guy because he, he just doesn't, it's obvious that something, something happened, something changed in his life to make him feel this way, to make him feel so strongly that, you know, basically, uh, de you know, to have this deconstruction narrative that the church doesn't have a place essentially is what he's saying. And, um, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know what, I, I don't know how best to respond to that because it's just, all I can say that that hasn't been my experience. Right. That it's meaningless. You know, and I don't want to discount that I know people have have experiences in their own lives when let's say they lose a loved one. 
Sure. Right? And, you know, how could God do this to me? Yeah. How could God take away my husband or my wife or my daughter or my son? Or, you know, um, we, we make mistakes in our own lives that yeah. say, that, that can make us say, you know, what am I doing with my life? Uh, I'm supposed to believe all these things. And, and if I believe these things, then how could I possibly do these things? Hmm. Um, and it, it makes us question our own experience. I don't want to discount anything, any, any life-changing situation, any trauma this guy could have gone through. Right. And, and say, as we're talking about this, I'm, my my heart hurts more and more for this guy because because honestly, before we started recording and as we're preparing and as we're listening to this, I'm thinking and I'm and me and Matt are talking and I'm like this guy's an idiot. What is he doing? Why yeah. why would how could he possibly even do this? But as I as I think um, think out loud with you mm-hmm. folks, um, I can realize that who knows what happened in his life that made right. him turn this way, but. We want you to know, and the 10.3 thousand people that commented and the 9,000 people that liked the, the post, um, that that's not the way it works. Right. Uh, no matter what happened in your life, you that does not negate the things that God's doing in your life. That's right. Romans 8.28, he does everything for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, right? You, I've had trauma in my life. I've had all kinds of crap happen in my life that... that uh, that I don't want to remember, but right. God is using it in some way. That's right. So I hope one day he will post a retraction video sure. and say, you know what? I was wrong. But as of right now, this doesn't look good for him. Well, and, and it's, you know, I think the thing that, that does hit me the hardest with it is it's kind of what you said what what happened to to make this come through you know what what loss happened what what tragedy what what did he go through that after 40 years in the church um pushed him away it just i mean life happens Mm -hmm. life does happen and people go through things and and it's I think what you know, my encouragement would be if you find yourself in this place, if you're wondering, if you're thinking, you know, I kind of feel that way. Like, I feel like none of my prayers have been answered. I feel like um, worship is just a thing we do. You know, we, we go, we stand up, we sing songs, we go through the motions, and that's just what we do. And the sermons are always the same, you know, and it's there's nothing new. And, and you know, if you, if you feel that way, I, a couple of things I want to encourage you with. One is to... To, to check your heart when you're coming in, you know, we talked about a little bit earlier about, you know, making sure that you're not there just for yourself. It's not just about what you get in, but also what you're putting out. But, but the other thing is to make sure that you're giving it an honest shot. I think a lot of times when we have things that we don't understand, um, that are happening and we come to God with it and he doesn't give us the answer that we want. Things don't work out the way we want it to. We say, okay, well I'm done with it. I'm out. I'll I'll just do it myself. And, uh, you know, and that's putting God in a box. That's putting God in, in, in a me shaped box that says, okay, God, I want you to be my genie in a lamp that does what I want you to do. It's not how God operates. The promise that we have is God will use everything together for the good, for, for our good. 
for those who uh, who love him and are called according to his purpose. The promise is not that everything's going to be good. Mm-hmm. The promise is that he's going to use it for our good. Um, and that might mean in heaven. That might mean after we're gone. Right. It might mean making connections with people because you went through a loss similar to what they're going through. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that looks like. We don't have that eternal perspective. But so. I can tell you that looking back on my life, how he's used a lot of that stuff for the good. 100% true. So we don't always, we we don't ever know what's going to happen in the future, but God does. And we can see how he's, if we look back and if we pay attention, we can see how he's used everything that we've gone through. That's right. And I feel like this guy's just got serious blinders on uh, yeah. for whatever reason. So what, whatever happened in his life to put those blinders on, it's going to, it, it'll take some miracles to get them out, um, I'm sure. But um, but I, I, I genuinely hope and pray somebody comes across this path that can get that message to them and, and, and have that conversation. Because it's tragic. You know, uh, the the state of his salvation, we talked about this up front, you know, it, once saved, always saved. Um, you, can, you can walk away from the church and never come back and your salvation is still intact. Now, you may question, okay, was I really committed? Was I really saved? There's that whole question. We'll get into that conversation. But if you truly committed your life to Christ, you accepted that free gift, you are saved. Mm-hmm. But if you walk away from it all, if you walk away from, from the church and Christianity and, and give up on that, you're you're missing out. Missing out on why we're here. That's right. God did not put us here just for his amusement. <laughs> right. Um, well, sometimes probably, but no, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes um, I feel like he's got a pretty good sense of humor. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but um, we know that you know God. God didn't make us robots. Uh, our pastor mentioned that Sunday. He mm-hmm. he could have just made us to where we didn't sin and and everything was perfect and we lived in the Garden of Eden forever and and mm-hmm. could talk to the animals and all that good stuff. But um, no, he he made it so that we had a choice mm-hmm. and. Um, this, this gentleman has made the choice to walk away and, and, and believe that his life was pointless and, and that's just not true. So like Matt said, if you're struggling with things like this and I do, I, I do, I struggle with this, uh, especially because I am so task oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go help these people at church. I'm going to go do my job. And I'm going to come home and I can't wait to come home for lunch and, and just to kick back and relax for the day. Yeah. I get in that mindset all the time. Yeah. Um, but I have to check myself and, and get my heart right. And, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's a struggle, uh, especially if I just wanted to sleep in till, till noon um, yeah. <laughs> instead of being at church till noon. <laughs> so right. it's hard. It's hard. And, and, and church for us is not a, we talked about this last week, you know, it's not an occasional thing. Right. Um, it's a lifestyle we, that's, mm-hmm. that's Sunday. That's Wednesday. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it becomes a routine and we got to make sure we're in the right, right headspace for that. Right. Yeah. Cause that, that is a good point. When it becomes a routine, it, it can feel pretty useless and meaningless. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's good that it is a routine and that it is a good habit that we do. But when it, get, when it feels like a routine, like we're in a rut, it can, it can feel like you're just going through the motions every Sunday, and and that's not a good place to be either. It, you you've got to come in with that, um, with the expectation, and with the with the hope that today something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. God's got God's got something for me today. 
Um, yeah, or God's going to use me today for something. That's right. And if you do, he will. That's a good reminder even for me right now to, to have that mentality because I don't always have it. Yeah. And it's tough. And, and, and don't, don't hear us say that we've got it all together because we don't. Um, you know, even as involved as we are in our church, we have Sundays. Um, you know, we, we had a, a Sunday this week where there were lots of gremlins in the tech system Oof. and you, you want to talk about a Sunday where I'm not on point. That was me. And, uh, and so did I get as much out of it as I should have? No, uh, no, I did not. But that happens. Life happens. Everybody, we, we all understand that it's, it's not that you can't have an off week and whatnot, but but reset, refocus. Yeah. Um, don't 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 let a bad set of circumstances um, kick kick you out for good. Right. This is a little bit of a different episode than you're used to hearing from us, uh, but we we felt this was really something important to share, and um, and just kind of give our thoughts on that uh, for anyone who cares, <laughs> anybody listening out there. Uh, I want to thank our friend for bringing this to our attention and, and yeah. uh, he knows who he is. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was something that, that really struck us in a way that, uh, you know, it just needed to be talked about. So thank you all for, for listening and uh, want to hear your thoughts as always. So y'all be sure to send us an email at info at simplifyjesus.com or shoot us a comment on our Facebook page. Uh, we've got an Instagram account. We've got a YouTube page and, and all kinds of other social media, LinkedIn and everything else. So uh, go to our website to find all that info, uh, www.simplifyjesus.com. And uh, you can leave us a comment there as well. And uh, yeah, we want to hear what you think about it. Do you feel this way about the church? Uh, do you agree with us? Are you in between? We'd really like to hear that. So we will see you all next week. That's right. We'll see you again. <laughs>